Welcome to Behind the Body, the ultimate podcast exploring all things health, fitness, and lifestyle for women of all ages. Join your hosts, Andrea and Anna, as they bring you expert insights, personal anecdotes, and practical tips to help you live your best life. Whether you're a fitness enthusiast or just starting out, Behind the Body has got you covered. So grab your headphones, turn up the volume, and let's dive in. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Body. I'm Andrea. I'm Anna. And we're so happy to be here with you today. If you joined us on our last episode, you saw that we are doing an interview style um, podcast episode where the last one, Anna interviewed me and you got to learn a little bit about me and my background. Um, and today we have the pleasure of being able to learn more about this Brazilian bombshell, Anna, sitting right next to me. So I'm excited. Are you excited? Oh my gosh. I'm I feel so excited. You, like, you have so much to share. You have like such an incredible background and you've done so much that I am so impressed by it that I'm really excited for everybody else to hear about it. Thank you, babe. Okay, are you ready for this? I'm super ready. <laughs> I want to say thank you, guys, for being here, listening to us. Yeah. I, you know, I'm from Brazil, so I'm already say thank you because sometimes you guys may be going to have a hard time <laughs> to understand me, but... I think your accent is one of your best qualities. I love it. It's you. so cute. <laughs> but yes, I'm super excited because at the end of the day, uh, the reason that brought me here is bigger than any kind of shame because some words can come wrong. You know, I'm really here to share my passion and I'm really, you know, hopeful that I can help one person to do something better for the, you know, the life. For their life, so you absolutely will. I mean, and that's why we want to do this podcast together. I'm like, the world has to hear what Anna Daltro has to say because we spend a lot of time together, and you're so impactful in my life. And I feel like you're the other women around the world are going to feel the same way. So we got this. Yes, we do. Okay, <laughs> so let's get into it. Okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself and like what you do for a living, what you're doing today. So, uh. My name is Anna. I'm 38 years old. Uh, I'm married with the love of my life. And I'm a trainer, personal trainer, uh, health coach. And I work with my passion, you know. Uh, I changed my entire life to find, you know, the reason that I'm here in this world. And what I can say that I work every day in my mission, you know, God is my boss. <laughs> and I work as a personal trainer, also as a, you know, mental coach, because I believe any change outside can happen without uh, inside change. So yeah, it's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> and you're my trainer, personal coach, mental physical coach, so. best friend, <laughs> all the things. There's so many hats that you wear, especially for me. Um, but as you mentioned, you grew up in Brazil. Yeah. So what did you do there? And how did you get into fitness? So uh, I had the green business and uh, I was managed at the bank for seven years. I started my professional life very early. I finished my college. I was 21. I was already managed at the bank. 
but uh, my entire life I did in sports. You know, my daddy is almost 70 and he plays soccer two, three times a week, plus four times he goes to the gym. So he's super active. And also my mom was before her accident and now she's more, you know, she cannot, she's not able to keep doing it. But my two brothers as well, they are um, Brazilian black belt, Jiu-Jitsu Brazilian black, black, uh, black belt. So since I was seven, I was in sport and I started to go to the gym with my mom when I was 13. So I always like the way that I felt after, you know, to be active. I, I cannot see myself in a different way, honestly. Yeah. So you, it was all around you growing up yeah. in your family. It's part of me. Very fortunate to have that type of environment to grow up in. And so then you obviously moved to the United States because you're sitting right here and talking <laughs> to all of us. What made you decide to move to the U.S.? Because that's like a really big decision. You know, how old were you? What were your factors that made you do it? And, um, you know, what did you do once you were here? Well, um, I was 28. And, you know, before I started to work at the bank, that was my dream. You had a dream job. You had this profession yeah. that you excelled at. And I worked so hard to get the position that I that I had, you know, everything. But it, I got to the point that I wasn't happy. And one thing that I know and I always knew in my life, I came to this world to be happy and make people happy. So I just couldn't see myself doing over and over again, think that it wasn't bringing the butterfly to my stomach, you know. I mean, everything about the passion. I'm this person who I don't care if I know how to do it, but if I want to do something, I'm going to learn, I'm going to make that happen. And I think when I got to the point that my routine wasn't something that was challenging me anymore, I my two brothers lived here already and Georgia. So two times a year, I just spend all my vacation here. And something in my heart was telling me, you need to live this experience. I didn't know that I'm going to stay forever or for a year. I just know that I wasn't happy there. And I want to try it. So after so many years, I just decided to you know, leaving my apartment, my family, my friends, my career, everything back, you know, behind and come to to live this experience. Did you move here with anybody? Well, I came because my, my two brothers, so, and that was my biggest support because I didn't speak any English, so that was so hard, so hard. Did you move with your brothers and George to Georgia? Yeah, so that was when everything started, and it was so hard for me because, you know, I was the person who helped person in Brazil, who has all the knowledge, the, the, the person who people sit there for hours to know what they do best with the money and all the knowledge, for sure, speak is my skill, you know? And when I came here, no English, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. how, how am I gonna survive here? You know, and this simple conversation I couldn't be in because I couldn't understand anything. 
anything. It was hard to ask for water, you know. And but uh, also that was what I needed. I want to be challenged, right? So I started to work as a cleaner. And again, uh, uh, cleaning houses. Yes, I, yeah. I started to clean house as a helper. So wasn't you know I was paid ten dollars an hour, work for ten hours a day to make a hundred, and you know after I paid my food and my gas, what rest for me? But again, I was learning, you know, and a month later. I was getting my own houses, you know, and became my boss. Because, again, when I want something, even with our English, I was on the interviews, talking with, you know, the owners of the house, telling them, like, listen, I don't speak English, but I'm going to clean your house better than anybody else. Yeah. So that was my beginning. It was so hard. Because again, for a year and a half, I think I cried every single day. And I asked myself, what, why did you do that? Are you sure? You're leaving everything to be nobody, you know, to be humiliated for people who think you are, you know, a stupid immigrant who doesn't speak English. Georgia, for who doesn't know, is, you know, a place that uh, you need to pick a side or you're going to be in the middle of, you know, uh, black and white and Latinos. It, it, it was so hard. Yeah. You know, I remember one time in a gas station that I felt like, oh, my God, the lady started to speak the way that she speaks with me. I felt like, oh, my God, why she's doing that to me? But guess what? A few months later, I came back and my English was better. And I feel so, I felt good to show her, like, you know, I see you here. And I'm growing. You're not a dumb immigrant. Yeah. You're educated and intelligent. Just, but uh, it was hard. Yes. But uh, worth. What, I can't imagine what it would be like to move to a country where you leave everything and everybody you know behind, including your parents including your high-paying career, and move somewhere where you don't understand the language and also where people look at you differently for not understanding the language. I mean, most people, I think, would have given up and been like, I'm going home naturally. I'm going back to Brazil to the safe spot where not only do I have all my loved ones, but I have success yeah. and everything lined up for me. Like, what made you stick it out and... I mean, that was 10 years ago, right? So. Yeah, yeah, because I have a voice in my mind that I believe was, um, sorry, that was a God voice that was telling me, like, you just don't give it up, that what I have for you is bigger and better than, you know, anything else. So keep pushing, you can do it, you know, and thank, thank God that I... I followed the voice and I'm here now because I know I know my mission in this world and I think here's the best place for me that it was the place that I mean to be my home place, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so it was hard, it was so hard, but if you ask me if I if I need to do everything again, I'm gonna tell you yes. I had time that I didn't have money to buy food, but I, 
you know, be feel lonely, feel like people may don't like me because the way that I am, I'm different. I remember the first time that I went to the gym in Georgia. Everybody was looking at me. I felt so bad that I never came back. So I was like, I don't think they months. were looking at you for <laughs> in a bad way. <laughs> but, but they made me feel so uncomfortable and I decided to never come back and I put a lot of weight. And but again, I believe God has a plan. So it's because I went in the hard way, you know, I put out these weights. I went back to Brazil to visit. People couldn't recognize myself. In nine months, I was white, fat, you know, like unhappy. And how you can say like you win to find your happiness, you are unhappy in ever. Because again, I believe when you are, you know, when you are working to get something bigger, you need to be, you know, ready to be challenged and tested. And I was being challenged and tested in all the areas of my life. And yeah, it's what made me, you know, and I'm glad that I that I did it exactly the way that I did it. And it reminds me of this. I think I told you this a couple of weeks ago, that saying I heard, if you feel the universe is punishing you, it's not. It's preparing you. So for all of that you went through. I well, agree. got you where you are today. Okay. All right. I get I, very course, emotional too. Because. <laughs> second question. I'm already to cry. Sorry. <laughs> okay. But listen, so you were in Georgia, but now we are in San Diego. So yeah. how did that happen? So I moved to Georgia, and but Georgia is not my favorite place. It has not beach in there. I'm from a city in Brazil that is hot the whole year, has beach, and everybody's so super friendly. But I I know that I needed to get at least like my English, you know, in the basic level. So I could like rent an apartment, you know, and move it from the city of my dreams. And I didn't even know that uh, the bodybuilding, everything was here. Even when I decided to move, I was already thinking about to do my first show. Mm-hmm. So I decided to move here because it's, you know, San Diego is the best city, the best city. of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know anybody here when you moved? No. Okay. Again, it was like the fresh start and it's what everybody like, how, why? Right. You know, when you have everything, I'm an Aquarius, you know, so I like to. Are you and me both? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like this adrenaline. We do. Yeah. We do. So, yeah, you know, after I felt like I I couldn't, you know, walk with my legs, like I, my brothers, I'm so thankful for everything that I, they have done for myself. But I, I believe, again, we came to this world to be happy. Yes. And I couldn't be happy there the way that I'm happy here. So And there's a big Brazilian community here, oh, yeah. which helps. I didn't even have idea how many, no, but as a soon as... Everybody, a Brazilian girl, texts me now. So, like, okay, <laughs> we have a lot. A lot of it, yes, which I love. Um, okay, good. So, you moved to San Diego. And I want to know did you continue cleaning houses when you were here? I did it. Okay. okay. I did it. I actually stopped. You the, did? Yeah, yes. I did it. Uh-huh. I, I cleaned house for eight years. Mm-hmm. And uh, recently, uh, I think like 
two and a half years ago, not even three yet, I stopped complete to to stop. clean house. And, yeah. And so, what was the what made you stop cleaning houses? What did you end up doing? I got so busy as a trainer, oh, you yeah. know, I thank God that I have over 30 clients active and I still have a wait list and signs, you know, signs. Because before the point was, I was a posing coach, mm -hmm. a wedding coach, a line coach. I had a few one-on-one -on -one clients as a personal trainer, but I was scared. When you go through the situation that you don't have $10 yeah. to buy food and you need to wait two days to have work so you can, you know, you realize it that it is so important, you know, you need to survive. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, I see all the trainers, you know, they have clients now and tomorrow. And I was scared. But life, you know, I when life wants to you to do something, they they put you in this situation that you know, or either you go for, or you're not gonna, you know, or you're gonna give it up. Yeah. So it's what happened when COVID happened. Yeah. So I was without any job. The Everything person, shut down. Nobody's getting their houses cleaned by anything. people and the gyms are shut down. Exactly. So I needed to restart it again mm -hmm. over, mm -hmm. you know, after eight years here, I needed to figure it out how I'm going to survive. Yeah. And I'm so glad that, uh, you know, everything worked out. Yeah. Before we get into what happened during COVID and after COVID it led to sort of where you are today. I want to talk about your competition experience because you are a prior bodybuilding bikini athlete. And we, if you listen to the last episode in my interview, we talked a little bit about bodybuilding and my experience with it. Um, and the way that we met is you were my posing coach. I hired you to help me pose for my competition. And then the rest is history for us and everything that we do together. But I am so fascinated by your competing career because you moved to San Diego and tell me how fit, how not fitness, how bodybuilding came into your life. All right. So when I was in Georgia, after nine months without to work out, I went to Brazil. When I came back, I decided to look for another gym. Yeah. And I was at the gym and one girl stopped me and she asked me, like, are you prepping for a show? And I said, like, no. Did you I know what that meant? Did you know much about bodybuilding? At well, time? I know a uh, funny story, but uh, my my aunt, or oh, uncle, when is my brother, daddy. Uh, uh, yeah, it's your uncle? My uncle yeah. in Brazil. Yeah. When I was like a kid, he had done shows as a bodybuilder. But it definitely wasn't what, you know, but I already know a little bit, but it wasn't what brought me to the sport. So when she asked me, I said, like, no, I love to eat. I didn't know too much, but I know that they could not eat. <laughs> so that was terrifying me, you know. I was the one who, I love make cakes, you know, Brazilian cakes with a lot of calorie and sugar. And I told her, definitely not. Because thinking with me, I was already working a lot so tired. My only fun moments was with food. 
I was already have a lot of fun with food. And she, when she asked, it was like, no, my happiness now comes from the food. So, <laughs> so can't don't, give that, no. I can't give that up. <laughs> no. <laughs> and But when she asked me that, a light come in my mind. It's like, well, this is a sport. Maybe I can get my visa through this sport. Mm-hmm. And it's what I did it. I went to the internet and I started to, you know, reaching out. I'm like, yes, I can get my paper. So maybe I can give it up of the cakes for a little while. It's a good exchange. Oh, baby. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but no, a good exchange, but it's a fair the one. Days, even I love the cakes. I really want to set up my life yeah. here. So was a heap, you know, was hard for me. But I said, like, you know, if she can do it. I can do it. So what I did it, I went to the internet. I remember Instagram back there wasn't that thing, you know. People who had like 10,000 followers was uh, popular, yeah. pop star. And I started looking for a bikini. Oh, I found my division. I like her body. And I found uh, Marisa. She is amazing. And uh, she was my teammate because... After I found her, I so was like, okay, I love her. Who is her coach? So she was a bodybuilding bikini competitor. Yeah. And you were like, that's who I want to be like. Exactly. Let me figure out who's coaching her. Yeah, because the girl who talked with me was a figure. And when I look at her, like, no, no. Different, different yeah, division. Yeah, a little bit different. Yeah. I said, like, I cannot make it, you know. And when I see Marisa, it's like, oh, my God, I love her. So I found the team edge. And I found my coach. And I remember I sent to them, uh, my first meal was 100% made in a Google translation that I still have the meal is hilarious. <laughs> I don't know how they could understand me, but they answered me back. And I was kind of asking how the work, how much is for month, you know, because I need to organize myself to start. So I sent to 10 in July. I was in Georgia, but I was prepping myself to move it to San Diego in September. So I decided, okay, I'm going to move it in September and I'm going to make money. And in January, I'm going to start with the team. I'm going to stay two months and do my first show. And then I can do it by myself because I'm going to learn. And I did it. In January, God put some money, I, you know, unexpected. And I paid for the first, you know, prep. I remembered I, don't, I didn't eat salt, onions, garlic, because if it wasn't there, I'm not going to eat. Yeah. And I was so ashamed to ask. Because again... So you mean it would be like chicken breast and you're plain, just eating boiled chicken plain, breast with no salt, no, nothing, no seasoning? <laughs> you took it very literally. Oh, I, I, I got ready and two months, like a huge transformation because it was plain. <laughs> oh my God. And I, I, my posing and everything, I didn't speak English, right? So, well, I wasn't studying, but... I, so I couldn't, you know, get like the information from my coach, but I still went to the show, you know, I didn't samba the whole time. I was, I didn't speak in English, but I was the person who most spoke on the day on the show because I was having fun. And when I didn't say like, well, I found it. 
I want to do this. I, you know, I want to challenge myself. I want to get better. And trust me, it's still hard to be work as a, you know, as a cleaner. My routine was basically I wake up at seven, do my cardio, finish at eight, fasted, had my first meal that wasn't, wasn't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. Imagine it, eight years ago, nine years ago was, you know, old, old school style yeah. that I love it. Uh -huh. I still, you know me, but, and then clean house the whole day and back home, showered, took 20 minutes nap, eat again, go to school. And then 10, 10.30, go to the gym by myself. Thank God that, I, you know, sometimes I had friends who joined me at this time. But uh, it was so hard, but I need to keep, you know, I need to keep my dreams alive. And that was the way that I felt that I was doing something for my future. I remember all my friends going out, going to the beach, enjoy California's life and I was like oh my god I'm eating here your chicken chicken breast boiled with nothing on it fish it wasn't even chicken <laughs> your tilapia and asparagus oh my gosh and I remember to leave the gym like sometimes 1am you know without the pre-workout still hitting my my brain my mind yeah. and got home and you know prep all my food for the next day is is left for four hours and back again and thank god again because it was hard but uh it's what i made for yeah you know it's why i'm so tough because i am and you i are. know it you know yeah and anytime that i feel weak i became stronger because i don't accept that i i didn't come to this world just to come to this world i come to you know be make different, change, yeah. make chance, you know, make be strong. Impact, yeah. yeah, and share because anytime that I share my history, I I just wanna tell you if you are listening right now and you feel like it's too hard or it's not for you or you have no power to keep you close. Don't give it up right now. Yeah. That feeling it's because you have been doing everything that you can. So you are close, you're gonna get it. Mm -hmm. I think if you're asking me what the, you know, what the message you wanna like share, the most important is you can do it. Yeah. As you said, anything that is in our power, we can do it. I don't accept it when my clients are like, I cannot do it, so like, shut up. You won't do that shit. If you tell me I don't want to do it, I said, like, okay, you don't want to do it, don't do it. But I cannot do it. Something that is in your power, yes. don't come with this bullshit oh, to me. Amen. I can't agree with you more at 100%. Because we're here for that. I know. You know, have a boring life, a normal life, a regular, because, you know, you think it's too hard to do what I did. Yes, it is. But uh, if you are not ready to invest in your goal, in your dreams for a couple of years to get a better future, that's okay. You know, you're gonna still there. And is that. But if you wanna get better, just do it. Just do the hard things. Put in the work now for 
a better future, whatever it is for whatever goal that you have. And it's funny to say, but uh, it is true. I couldn't, you know, I could be right now at home in my comfort zone because thank God now I can say after 10 years that I found my place, I found my my career, I have been building that and I'm so proud and so happy. And when Andrea, you know, invite me to be part of the podcast, I was like, all right, I'm going, I'm going again out of my comfort zone because again, I know I'm going to be judged because English is not my first language and I know people are going to make fun of me. I couldn't, you know, care less yeah. because at the end of the day it's about my personal growth. You know, I'm, I know I'm going to go to the bed tonight feeling good, yeah. feeling proud of myself. So I recommend you guys do the same. Have fun with my accent, but, uh, you know, stand up for yourself yeah. and go f after your dreams. Exactly. So it's what I did with Bodybuilder was definitely the best thing that happened in my life, you know, because that it's, it's, it's when I learned that I'm so stronger you know, I'm stronger than I told, you know, because I needed to be. Not because I chose to be, I needed, you know. And yeah, it was what brought me, you know, my best version inside out. And I would say that you put yourself in a position to need to be strong. You know what I mean? Where I think that some people don't because it's an un uncomfortable space. And you put yourself in a vulnerable space where you were uncomfortable and you had no way then to either go backwards or to be strong to go forwards. And so that is admirable. Like that is amazing. Thank you, to, babe. to be able to see you do that. To, and even though I know your story, you know, I don't know if we've ever like talked in this much detail, but it's incredibly inspiring for me. It makes me emotional too. Like just to s see what you have done from, you know, what you gave up and what you put yourself through just to get the future that you want and to create the happiness that you want and deserve is it's just crazy. It's so amazing. And I could say that uh, just the fact that I, I had changed so much my own life, that it's always amazing for me. But when I say that I had so many clients that stopped to being, you know, taking a medicine for depression or I helped them define the, the happiness yeah. and change their lives and they are happier now, that is priceless. Exactly. You know, like all the money in the world, and I mean it, could pay what I feel when I feel like I'm, you know, empowered. I, one woman that I come from a toxic, abusive relationship. I have so many clients that, you know, got divorced and started over their lives because I helped them to find the power. Of course, they didn't the work, but be there, you know, to support and to show like you can do it for me is the reason that I still, you know, want to get better and do better. And it's why I'm so happy for this platform that even we have like one person right now listening to us, I'm happy because I know may I can touch the heart and may my voice is going to be the voice that I had in my head tell me to not stop. Don't give up. Don't give up. Yeah. yeah.
I'm going to cry again. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I, I'm i going to just um, wrap this question up by saying you went on to win overall in a bunch of shows. So you were a very successful competitor, a very successful bikini competitor. That's why you are my coach and mentor. And I love you so much for helping me be my best. Um, okay. And so COVID happened. You decided to give all in into your personal training. You decided to create these group sessions out at parks during COVID when the gyms were closed. And today, a couple of years later, you have created what we know as Team Daltro. And it is, I'm a part of Deep Daltro. I am so grateful to be a part of Team Daltro. And it is this incredibly unique, special environment. And I want to hear just from your perspective, like, what Team Daltro means to you? What is it to you and what it means to you and why you created this environment? So I was the friend who helped all my friends to dress up, to put makeup on, you know, to feel themselves. I, I was always the friend that I want to see my friends better and better, right? And I do have my best friends, like a group, like 80 women that we always practice a little bit what I do now as a professional. Like I put them to go to the gym, you know, I push them to the get the best. When I decide to be a trainer, one thing I know, I just want to work with a woman. Mm -hmm. Why women? Because for me, of course, uh, I believe that you can be good doing a lot of things, but to be great, it's good to work in a specific niche. And I think a woman needs so much, you know, uh, learn about themselves. You know, we are born and educated to be a wife, to have kids, to be a mother. You know, you are allowed to be, a, a, you know, to have a career, but men always is the boys and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and I just want to help this woman to get the power and show that we can be whatever we want. You know, we don't need a man. We like men. Yes. <laughs> we and don't need them. <laughs> we want to be with them because we want you, not because we need. So I decided, no, I just want to work with a woman. And then for me, I always... Inside is counting much more than outside. Don't get me wrong. I love to see the body transformations. We work for that, you know. That is the, the solid result. But nothing is going to be better than I feel a powerful woman, than I see a powerful woman. To, to see that you became like, you know, you go to the gym, you heat your clothes, you put a sexy clothes, and you don't care. It's about you, yeah. you know. And when I say together we are stronger, it's what I believe. I couldn't be only a trainer, but I decided to, to build in a team because, you know, all your sisters, the way that you guys, you know, call each other, is there to support you. You know, I selected my clients. When I say that, I mean it. I, I Don't get me wrong, but I, I believe in order to give my best to them, we need to be at the same page, you know? Maybe sometimes I go talk with a girl and 
what she needs is not me. She's amazing, but she doesn't need me, you know? Or she's amazing, but she has, you know, she does something that is not allowed in the team, for example. Gossip, jealous, subi group. No. That is the time I decided to create a better world. Since I cannot do this in a big way, I decided to create a small group of women who has who have the same, you know, uh, valors than I, who wants to have a better space to be, you know, environment to be part. Surround yourself with people that you're not going to be scared to give your back and they're going to talk bad about you because it's when the woman becomes weak because inside to us, empower and help each other. We start to compete with each other. Oh, who's better? Who has this better? Who got this? Who the men want? Come on. Who the men want? We are the one who pick the men. <laughs> yes, amen. Fight for <laughs> me never, never. Ladies, don't do it. So when I decided to start this, because now it's bigger than I, you know, like who is in the team know how important it is to feel yourself, to you know, to feel allowed to 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 feel allowed to be yourself. You know, without to be judged. And of course, working in your goals—that is, your goals—is gain weight, lose weight. You know, or just work on yourself. You know, because it's not only the bodybuilder who's gonna change the lives by to go to the gym. Any normal person who decide to do something for yourself, for themselves, and go to the gym is gonna have the feeling that we have been talking a lot, a lot about, you know, how the bodybuilding bring us uh, this confidence or make us feel able to do anything. To do hard things and make tough decisions. You know why? Even the lifestyle can get it because nothing is harder can control your mind. Yeah. Nothing is harder to make yourself to do something for yourself just because it's good for you. Yeah. For example, so it's so easy. You are like, okay, I have gym 10 a.m. And your friend call you. So like, no, I'm gonna help my friend. I can go to the gym. No, you're not going. You know, because it's easier to help people than help yourself. And when I decide no more skills, I'm going to make that happen, you know, and I'm going to be the priority of my life, you're going to be better for everybody around you, you know. If you have a kid, a husband, and you start to take care of yourself, you're going to be a better wife, a better mother. Absolutely. So for me, it's, you know, the team, it's, is that is a uh, community 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 <laughs> i told you guys <laughs> that we are there to become better you know better person to active our fitness goals but also to become better as a person so it's why tindaltro for me it's 
It's everything. I It's everything to me. I've never met a group of women that are more supportive, more encouraging, more uplifting, and more um, on the same page, understanding the importance of prioritizing ourselves and our own needs and wants and desires and um, mental health and all that stuff first, you know, in order to be a better person for everybody else that we serve also. So. Yeah. I believe we all have inside us, you know, the good and bad. Yeah. We're going to be what we explore more. And I do my best to all my clients have the best experience when they are with me. So they're going to want to explore the best on themselves, you know, on themselves. We, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good when you practice, when I start to practice, not speak bad about people, focusing my life, everything just changes. So it's so good for me to be there as a mentor and help, you know, just get a better person inside out. Talking negatively about other people and comparing yourself to other people just puts you further apart from your own like ability to be that strong, powerful. We have no time for that, no. baby. And I believe we are vibration, yeah. you know. Everything that uh, we put in the universe, I believe it's what we get back. So instead to lose my time speaking about people's lives, I'm going to help people to get the best lives, you know. And that for me at the end is a win-win because I put in the universe a positive thing and look at me right now. I came from a job that I was, you know, get paid ten dollars an hour and look now. I know. I'm so happy for that. And I believe if I did it, you know, you can do it. Anybody can do. And as you did it, and it's why I'm so glad to be on your side when you decide, you know, to make this huge change in your professional career. It is not easy. It wasn't easy for me. But thank God that I did it. I did it something for myself that only myself could do, right? Yeah. No one could make the decision for myself. Exactly. And it was hard, it was scary, but I'm so thankful. And I'm so happy to be here sharing. I hope that, I, you know, I could have like... <laughs> it was awesome. It was so great to hear just you speak on your perspective and inspire me and so many others that I'm sure are listening to us as well. So... Thank you. Thank you for being you. And thank you for Team Taltro. And thank you for all the other wonderful things that you bring to our lives. Thank you. I believe now that Team Taltro is going to get bigger. <laughs> because with this platform, I'm start like thinking about to go online. And, you know, we together get Capture like... Capture a bigger audience. Yeah, yeah. Because why not? Right? Why not he help more women to, to get the, the goals, you know? To find the happening, the, the real happening, not the happening that is depend someone tell you beautiful. It's you look to the mirror, so like, I'm fucking hot, I'm beautiful. Exactly. Look, look to that woman. 100%. You don't need a validation <laughs> from anybody else because you know it. Uh, and I'm working to get in my 40s the same way that you did it. God, I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you. Thank you for sharing with us. That was amazing. Oh. Well, thanks everybody for listening to this episode of Behind the Body, getting to know Anna much better. I hope you guys found this insightful and motivating, encouraging all the things inspiring 
We love you. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I love you guys too. <laughs> so thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. If you like this episode, please like, subscribe, provide any comments, any feedback. We'd love to hear from you guys. Find us on Instagram, on Behind the Bod, and on YouTube if you haven't already. And um, that's it. Until next time, we'll see you in the next episode of Behind the Body. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Behind the Body, the podcast that's all about helping women prioritize their health and wellness. Remember, small steps can lead to big results and progress, not perfection, is the goal. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, and share with a friend. You can also follow us on Instagram and YouTube and let us know what topics you want us to cover next. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time on Behind the Body.